0: Hello and welcome to TDG. Let's welcome worldwide author, musician, songwriter, and paranormal enthusiast, Willow Gunday. Your next subject COVID 19. Yep, well, the activity. Yeah, welcome to World Lockdown. And has it heightened activity? Should we call that Paranormal Lockdown? <laughs> well possibly
1: yes obviously not you know domain name like because no no uh, no no Nick Rock has paranormal lockdown doesn't he <laughs> yes
0: <indeed. laughs> just a bit of a
1: joke in there
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes um, so has it got worse has it got different has it got better
1: and have people noticed more because the world is a lot quieter well, in this places. Is it.
0: yeah
1: Are people not too busy now for example say i walked into the Anderson building a year ago yeah and found maybe not so much activity then six months later when i did actually go in for the first time there was quite a lot of activity is that because the world is focusing more on keeping themselves away from other people and not interacting and maybe the activity is just not noticed because a lot of people are not
0: really taking notice of it. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a really big subject. I, um, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I was talking to Liam, he's uh, one of our mediums. He's our in house medium. Uh, he, he lives in the middle of nowhere on a farm. And he said it's been really quiet on the farm, which is quite unusual because his farm's quite active with spirits and things. And he said it's been quite quiet. Has he
1: noticed?
0: Um... Before um all of this COVID
1: issue and things started, um did Liam ever notice or sense um a sheep or a cow, some sort of four legged animal going up and down his stairs just after he tucks himself into sleep? It
0: He'd never me- never mentioned it.
1: No uh, probably just, you know, a bit of um a jumbled message if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, something going up and down his stairs at some point.
0: Well, I know he gets his granddad coming through and uh, there's other uh, family members coming through and that's quite normal for their house.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he said since he's been locked in the house, he said he hasn't really noticed anything. He hasn't. But there again, he said he's been doing other things.
1: Well, yeah, he might not notice
0: it. Yeah, because um, before he was made redundant halfway through COVID, he said he was working from home. So he said he was just working from home and concentrating on that. So he said he wouldn't take any notice of anything. Don't know. I haven't really been anywhere to figure out if anything is haunted or not.
1: There are outdoor places, um a lot of woods and forests that you know you can
0: still go to for exercise. We've been around, legally. We've been around all the woods, all the local mm. woods. Been down to the local quarries as well. Uh the local quarry is haunted. We know that anyhow. But we've never picked anything up. We've so. not had any
1: um, like faces or you know, slight little mists or anything like that?
0: Not really, not. We've had the other shadows and whatnot, but nothing nothing to make you jump out and say, wow, that was brilliant. <laughs> or is that me just being negative? And...
1: No, it's not um, negative. That's uh, just the way you are. If you haven't really noticed anything oh. or picked anything up, that's, you know, that's you.
0: That's not, yeah. you know, other people. Your yeah. own way. I mean the local quarry is well haunted, there's a lot of deaths in the local quarry. Um, Yeah. There's some children who died in the quarry as well. That's not good. No. And we've had things when we've been down there before and we've picked up a lot. But the last time I had to walk around, didn't make anything worth mentioning. Oh. So it was really quiet. I would use the words, it was dead quiet, because it really was dead quiet. Yeah. Uh, again, in the woods, I haven't picked anything up in the woods either.
1: No, The last time I went through um, any kind of woods was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard it's Seven Alleys.
0: No, it doesn't ring a bell with me.
1: Well, um, I've tried researching it, tried absolutely everything I could. I even tried Google Maps. It wasn't on there until I put it on there myself. Okay. I you know, tagged it as a location yeah. that's where Seven Alleys actually was and they actually put it up for me along okay. with a few of my photos and you know stuff like that but yeah. the last time I went through there was a couple of weeks ago um I saw a guy with a machete and I thought I don't, you know what's going on here so you know kept my distance <laughs> and started to walk well away and um he shouted over to me and asked if I was okay I said yeah I'm quite fine can I help you he said no no just wondering if you're okay because we do have a lot of certain things going on around here, we have a lot of alien type activity, we have a lot of people messing around Um, there's a lot of things that shouldn't happen in there people taking advantage of women, people using you know sharp implements on people, I I don't know how you actually want it put in but he started talking to me about how his dog notices things, he has a camera on his front on his back, he has one on his head, his uh, he called himself a little bit paranoid, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah. You know, if the people that go through there, there's a cemetery and a prison adjoining to it just over some train lines. He just kept going on about the alien stories and things that he's seen, you know, in the sky at two or three o'clock in the morning. Not that I'd ever go there at two or three in the, in well, the morning. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going through no woods at two or three in the morning.
0: No, no, Even no. On <laughs> A chance. <laughs> that not especially with guys were walking around with, machete, with machetes.
1: And I just took one look at him and thought, hang on, if you're coming after me with that, I best get some distance so I can you know, get <laughs> yeah. a tree or something.
0: So what, what, did he tell you what the machete was for?
1: Well, yeah, I just uh, I said to him, can I ask you? I'm a little bit concerned of why you're you know, holding a weapon, and if you're going to be walking the streets with that, you could get pulled by the yeah. police. Cause after a little bit of talking, he seemed like a genuine guy, so I warned him that you know, he might get pulled up with it. And he said, well, what I do is I come into these woods, into Seven Alleys, and I chop some of the vines off some of the trees to help him grow because some of them are a little bit dead back there. Some of the trees where you know, we actually walked up to that spot where he'd just been, and half of the trees were actually dead. Oh, okay. And that is the spot where a woman told me when her friend was about 17 or something like that. She's no longer with us. This was about 30 years ago. Apparently she was stood in that exact spot, saw something, had a heart attack three days later, died in hospital. So I thought, you know, it could just be, it could be something paranormal. Yeah. Or it could be that maybe she's had a bit too much of a fright. Maybe she saw a rabbit, a rat or a squirrel, and it's made a jump. And well, she yeah. maybe her brains may be registered as something dangerous and that's maybe what's caused a heart attack or again it could be something paranormal who knows
0: well yeah so
1: those woods are quite uh interesting to go through that's one of the places where my mom always said to her dad she'd never go to because he warned her don't ever go in there i've had kids coming up to me when i've just come out they've said don't go in there you could die and i'm thinking okay this is just going a little bit too far (laughs) you know from kids that are a lot younger than me and i have only just started to hear about these type of stories yeah you know that place but it is quite fascinating it's a piece of nature that you get to investigate as many times as you want even under lockdown oh yeah you know as long as it's only for exercise reasons which it is yeah go out for a little bit of peacefulness, you take some photos, some videos
0: Yeah. Even,
1: even the local park, East Park, the troll bridges apparently they're supposedly haunted and apparently if you stand under there at um, two or three o'clock in the morning and say you know, torment these supposed trolls apparently oh, you'll okay. have some, some sort of mark on your neck, you'll feel like you're being strangled and all of this
0: It's actually really interesting, there's a few places around That'd be fascinating to come down with the the, the rest of the the crew. (laughs) I think you have to, uh,
1: I think under lockdown, it's the park gates actually close at around four or five
0: o'clock. It's a bit far for us because we're, don't forget, we're Warwickshire.
1: Yeah, I think the only way you'd get in there is by buying a fishing license, waiting for the rangers to bugger off, and then you can go on your little adventure. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's the only way you'd get away with it.
0: ask ask the council the matter, then.
1: yeah, they might do. Yeah.
0: So, so paranormal activity and lockdown. Heightened or not? I believe it has. You believe it has? You're going to elaborate.
1: (laughs) Well, I am the type of person who takes a lot of notice of everything around. I used to work in security. So, you know, you have to take notice of things around you. You have to be quick on recognising things if they're happening. Most of the time, it's... Not the activity regarding myself, but mainly the animals. I've noticed since lockdown has come about, the animals, but my dad's two dogs, they're a little bit more skittish than normal,
0: Okay, if
1: if that makes sense. uh, Every so often they'll stare into the corner and start whining and... You have to actually force them to put their, you know, ears right against your chest so they can hear your heartbeat and just stroke them and, you know, talk in a soft okay. voice. Yep. Sometimes you even have to pick them up and, you know, hug them and calm them down. Now, they're both husky crossbreeds and, you know, what those type of animals are like, they're descended from wolves that don't usually get really scared of anything. But oh,
0: yeah.
1: every so often they have got like that, but now that's started to calm down. So that's uh, quite a... Uh, the excitement if that makes
0: sense yeah, the dog's we, haven't, we haven't got any uh, animals at the moment so two kids that's enough
1: <laughs> oh, i suppose you could call the animals, depending on what you uh, uh yeah, to.
0: yeah um my daughter molly she's she's not quite sensitive but she's not mentioned anything
1: it might have uh, calmed down or maybe yeah. either it's calmed down or maybe locked down you know, hearing about lockdown is maybe fostering to thinking of other things which yeah, well, is pushed away yeah you
0: know. uh, she's had a hard time over the last 12 months or so so she suffers from anxiety oh uh, one so, of those yeah we, we, we've got every person looking into it and every help we can get we've got it so we're quite lucky but yeah but she said that she's not mentioned anything recently either I might have well to that's write. a good thing well, yeah, it's a good thing in some respects, but it's boring. I like things to happen.
1: <laughs> I suppose if you get yourself um, a seance table and things like that, I don't really want to encourage it, so if you do go ahead with something like this, that's your real problem, I'm not getting <laughs> <left>. <laughs> But you can always whip yourself out a little Ouija board and uh, ask a few questions, see what happens.
0: <laughs> Personally, I refuse to go anywhere near them. Right, you're, you, I'm not going to go into details, but your article for the newspaper about your Ouija board. Yeah, Um, not mine. (laughs) Yeah, I've actually done another article to go with it. Oh yeah. It argues your facts on a scientific level.
1: Well that's a good thing, it's a good thing to have, you know, that little bit of a competitive thing going on. I personally don't believe there's anything serious serious. It could have been a heart condition Yeah, that somebody maybe suffers from if they're playing with something like that and maybe the excitement of it all the scariestness of it all maybe gets to them a little bit too much yeah and they straight away think it's paranormal again yeah. there's always a scientific explanation for it
0: yeah so it explains how how the mind uses the, the board itself and mm-hmm. the planchette it explains how it, it moves it all around
1: yeah subconsciously moving it without realizing
0: yeah well there's a little bit in the brain called the idometer. don't think you've ever heard of it
1: Yeah.
0: yeah and uh, that runs around the whole body all the time so and if you ask a question say to, to the board the mind your body's going to react yeah to the, the mind's already answered it because it's all on exactly. algorithms it's already put that in place it might be the wrong answer but it'll put an answer in place so exactly
1: you're sometimes the boards do work yeah. sometimes they don't i've been in the presence of boards being used and thought you know this is Nothing I ever want to be involved in ever again. So keep keep that stuff away from me. But some other people like to use them quite often.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: as far as I'm aware, they're um, not a yes and no board. It's a yes, yes board,
0: if that makes sense. Yes, it does. We
1: and Ja is yes and yes in two different languages. It is. So it's a yes, yes board.
0: So whenever you
1: ask a board a question, you have to make sure you're going to receive... You know, make sure you ask a question. You know you're going to receive a yes answer for. Yes. You're never going to get a no. You're always going to get a yes. Yes. Whether it points to no on the board or not,
0: that still stands for yes. Indeed, indeed. So, there you go. I'm going to love you and leave you all now. Thanks for listening. And it's time for us to say goodbye. This podcast was presented by Matthew Grange, edited and produced by The Dimension Group. Music was by Shane Ivers and the copyright is 2021 The Dimension Group.